Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's Cedarville Stories podcast. I'm Mark Weinstein, and today on the program, I am attempting to do something that I've never done before on this podcast, and that is to have five guests on the program at the same time. As you know, Cedarville is currently back in session after a long summer break, and part of the new incoming freshman class are nine students from Bethesda Christian School in Brownsburg, Indiana. Now, it's not common for one school to send that many students to Cedarville in a single year. So I'm going to dive into the topic of with these students and their parents to learn why they selected Cedarville University. Stay with me for this conversation with Seth Bradley, Ellen Geimer, and Paige Valter, three members of the class of 2027, and also joining us via Zoom are Sarah Valter, that's Paige's mom, and Scott Bradley, and that's Seth's dad. I'm so excited to talk to the Bethesda School students, and let me welcome each and every one to this week's Cedarville Stories podcast. Welcome, guys. Good to have you in studio. Great to be here. Great. Thank you for having us. And, and thank you, uh, Mom and Dad, from uh, wherever you are. And uh, for context purposes, we are recording today's program the day before classes begin, and we're actually in the midst of Fall Bible Conference, actually your first time of attending probably Fall Bible Conference. How have your first few days on campus been for the three of you? Let's start with Seth, Ellen, and then Paige. Yeah, for me, I think it's been something that's been just so reaffirming in my choice. You know, college is a big decision that a lot of people, you know, can lose sleep over or worry about. But just being here for these three days, being in the chapel, it's just so reassuring that, you know what, this is where I think the Lord wants me to be, and I'm excited for the years ahead. And we're glad you're here. How about you? It has been great. I definitely love starting my day off just in the Word and worshiping together. I've made great friends, and I definitely love it here already. Good. Glad you're here. Yeah, I mean, just in the first few days, it already feels like home to me. Like, I've met so many good friends who I know I'll be able to build uh, godly relationships with. And even at chapel, I felt like I felt God's presence like I never had before. So it's just very amazing. So have you guys heard the phrase yet, no Bible, no breakfast? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. I would think so. Even after just one day, you should have heard that. Yeah, that's that's a good one. So I'm interested, and I'm sure our, our listeners are interested as well in in what you are planning to study. And let's just go down the line. We'll start with Seth and go to Ellen and then the page. What are you what are you studying? So I am majoring in nursing. Okay, that's a good one. How about you? Also nursing. <laughs> okay, now don't tell me you're nursing too. Yep. Oh my goodness. So we have three nursing students. That's fabulous. Do you know what kind of nursing discipline you want to pursue once you graduate? Um, so while I'm at Cedar Hill, I'm also pursuing the certificate in medical Spanish. So I am hoping to use that in some aspect um, to accompany nursing, wherever that might be. Uh, I'm planning on studying pediatrics. I might change my mind once I'm in it, but that's currently what I'm doing and then possibly going into further schooling to get my master's degree in okay. nursing. How about you, Paige? Um, I've currently been thinking about like um, urgent care or like ER nursing for a discipline. And I'm also thinking about um, furthering education to become an NP later in life. Okay. So I assume even though you have different end goals in mind, you'll still be in a lot of the same classes. Is that right? Yes. yes. Okay. So you, <laughs> is that going to get old, you know, seeing the same people that you've known no. all your life? No, nope, <laughs> definitely not. Hasn't that's gotten cool. old yet. That's yeah. great. <laughs> So this past weekend, I enjoyed watching the jacket jaunt, and uh, that's when the incoming freshman class gets their class picture taken. I call it uh, around the Stevens Student Center Pavilion, and then you guys march uh, around the lake into chapel. So Paige, 
When you heard the president officially declare that you are a yellow jacket, what thoughts or feelings went through your heart and mind? I just felt super excited because, I mean, I've been anticipating this moment for a really long time. Ever since making that college decision after visiting, like my junior year, I've been waiting for this. So finally being able to experience that and hearing him say that just, it made me feel so happy. Did you guys have the same reaction? Or Oh, yeah, totally. And it was just something that kind of felt surreal, but awesome. Like, this is so exciting. It's official, and I can't wait. Yeah. Did you guys realize that you guys are going to have your photo taken? And actually, even more impressive, you are the first class to have your photo taken in the new, what I call the pavilion. Isn't that impressive? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me turn the conversation to the parents, uh, Sarah and Scott. Uh, it's been a couple of days since you brought your student to campus and returned home or actually, or went to Florida, I'm understanding. Um, how are you dealing with the separation of your, from your student? Has it been a big adjustment for you? Scott, how about you? Well, um, so this is our second to go right. to Cedarville, actually. So Hannah Bradley is also, she's a senior now at Cedarville. Um, so we had a little experience dropping off a child and, and experiencing that separation. Um, it feels like it compounds, you know, kind of that, that sadness, that emotion with every, with everyone we send away, it feels like the sadness is a little bit more, um, a little bit more significant, but it's always, I mean, it's really just a bittersweet feeling, right? Because as a parent, this is what you've trained them for, we, right? We've trained them to go out into the world to make that next step. And so we're excited to see them take that step. We're excited to see what experience God has in store for them. You can't wait to see how they flourish in that environment. I mean, we're sad that they're not here with us, um, but yet we know that this is what God has trained them or God wants them to do and what we've trained them for. And so it's really an exciting feeling. And and you know, Scott, and I believe Sarah too, um, as alumni, you know, in a way, what they're going to experience. And you've seen transformation, Scott, in Hannah's life, right? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And we've, we've, Loved her experience at Cedarville. We've loved to see what she's been able to experience and how she's grown, um, both in her uh, future vocation with the Lord as an adult. And so we're just super excited to see that same transformation, Seth. I'm sure you'll see it. Now, Sarah, um, how was it for you to to drop off uh, Paige? It was definitely bittersweet driving away from campus. And uh, ben and I both agreed, though, that if we have to leave her, we're glad it's at Cedarville because we know um, the environment there is one that she will flourish in. And we're just so excited for her to start her 1,000 days. Is Paige the first one of your children to go to college? We have a son, uh, Jake, who is a senior at, or a junior, sorry, at University of Southern Indiana in uh, Evansville, Indiana. But Paige is our first to go to Cedarville. It was a challenge to drop her off, to leave her, but uh, you're thrilled where she is. Absolutely. We're 100% sure this is where the Lord wants her, and that definitely is kind of a bomb to our aching hearts as we miss her. Sure. And we'll, we'll take good care of her and all these students that uh, are around the table with me. Bethesda Christian School and Cedarville University have enjoyed a long history together where several Bethesda students have come and enrolled and graduated from Cedarville. Sir, I want to point this question to you. What is it about Cedarville that gives you the confidence that it's the right school for Paige? Well, she knew even sight unseen that Cedarville was for her. Actually, she had made the decision she wanted to go, and her visit her junior year was definitely the icing on the cake. 
Um, I think for her, she just knew she wanted um, a smaller university with a Christ-centered focus, and she knew she wanted to be a nurse. So Cedarville definitely uh, ticked all those boxes for her. Okay, so so Paige, your mom said your junior year was the icing on the cake. What did, what did that mean? So junior year is actually the first time I've ever been to campus. Um, and before, I'd always heard about how beautiful it was and how amazing the people there were. But just in that visit, I met so many people and... I was with one of my friends from uh, Bethesda who actually was a freshman at the time. And I got to know her friends and even just people on the sidewalk just greeting me as I went by, even though they didn't know me. It's a very welcoming environment. And I just felt at home there even before I had enrolled in school. So I'm going to point this question to the group. So what's been your most favorite part of being on this campus? It could be anything. What, what sticks out to you right now in your first four days toward your 1,000 days? I would say that the community definitely stands out. I think this is like the first group of people that I've been around that have been just, they all have a different focus and we're all here for pretty much the same reason. Like we want to further our education, not only in whatever we're majoring in, but also with just God and learning about him and who he is. So I just love the community here. It's been very welcoming. Yeah, I would I would totally agree with that and, and second that. It's been great. I have a couple guys. I'm, I'm living in Lawler, so we've we've um, worked on our acts for Lawler Palooza and all that, being able to hang out as guys. And there's a couple people in my unit that play instruments, so we've been able to just be able to, you know, play the piano and kind of sing together worship, and and that's been really special and awesome. So let me let me go back to uh, Scott. It's it's been documented already that um, you know you've sent Hannah to Cedarville. So the, you and you guys are are alums, so you know what to expect. Um, did that make it easier for you to send Seth uh, to Cedarville, or did you still have some kind of um, concern of, of any kind? No, we had no concerns. I mean. You know, both his mother and I are alum. Um, we we loved our experience there. Down deep inside, both of us were secretly hoping that our children would go there, but we never wanted to push. Um, and so we thank the Lord that they came to these conclusions on their own. And and with Seth, I mean, it wasn't even like a close choice or a hard decision. He didn't really even want to apply anywhere else. I mean, he just knew he was going to go to Cedarville. And as a parent, it's such a reassuring thought because, you know, we know the godly environment that he's stepping into. We know that every aspect of his education is going to be steeped in a biblical worldview. And and it's just so encouraging to know that all the things that we've tried to instill in him is now going to just be supported by what, what he receives at Cedarville. And then just to see that and know that, that he has such an opportunity, um, like Dr. White said, to be in this greenhouse and for his faith just to flourish um, and to really become his own. And so it just, it helps when you're driving away and you know that that's the kind of environment that they're going to be in. And so, you know, we've just thanked the Lord and rejoiced in that. So both parents, let's look down the road four years. So in four years, uh, this coming May, I'm, I'm sitting across the table from three nursing graduates who have, who have done well in their classes, uh, excelled in any way. What does it look like to you guys when that day comes that you said, you know, I knew when they came that Cedarville was the right place, but now I'm a hundred percent confident. Look what the Lord has done in their lives. What's that? What are some of those intangible or tangible images that come in your mind? Yeah, for me, um, he will be a godly young man. 
whose faith has deepened and grown, who has received a quality education um, and sought the Lord's will on where he wants to use that education. Um, and the Lord will have provided uh, multiple opportunities and he's considered them, prayed over them, sought the Lord's will as to where to go and what to do. And then that's what I would see as success is, is confirmation. How about you, Sarah? I would definitely agree with uh, what Scott just said, for sure. Um, the four years of academic and spiritual growth would culminate in her graduating and heading in the world as her oyster as far as finding a job as a nurse. She can do that literally anywhere. So, yeah, that's just a really exciting thought. It can be an exciting day. I mean, there's a lot... There's a lot of days to go between we get to that graduation, but um, the anticipation of seeing uh, the transformational process, not just in your students, but in all the students at Cedarville who come here, it's, um, it's definitely a highlight for the staff and faculty when we see that take place. Um, before I go back to the students for some questions, I want to go back to Scott uh, momentarily. And actually I, actually, I didn't realize until we started that Sarah's an alum as well. So both of you can answer this if you want. But from the time that you were a student at Cedarville, a few years ago, you're not that old, so just a few years ago, how have you seen Cedarville University change? And then on the flip side, how has it stayed the same? Um, I'll go ahead and, and start. Um, so how it's changed uh, size, it's probably about twice as big as it was when we were there. And along with that, you know, the number of buildings, because it didn't have all of this, the dorms, um, I feel like Brock may have been the newest guy's dorm when we were there. Oh, my, you're older so, than I thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I graduated with see, Sarah and I. Well, I was 97. I think Sarah was 98. So it's been a oh, while. McKinney and McChesney, I think, were newer than Brock. Oh, were they? Okay. Yeah. All right. Th yeah, thanks for correcting me there. Um, so, you know, I think that's probably been the biggest change. I think the things that have stayed the same are the things you would want to stay the same, like Daily Chapel. Uh, like Fall Bible Conference. I mean, we we had that when we were there in 97. So, you know, those are the things, the Bible minor. Now, the classes have kind of changed a little bit, but but having that Bible minor. And so, you know, those are the things you would hope would stay the same and have stayed the same. And then just the um, the, the the real community environment, uh, the family environment that exists on campus. So, Sarah, before you, before you chime in, which I really want to hear yours, and um... But when you when you hear the the name Dr. Paul Dixon, because he would have been your president, what what comes to mind and how his leadership has just continued through the current administration? Well, the first thing I think of is closing chapel with Christ is all I need and staying off the grass unless you're going to pick a dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we always looked forward to Dr. Dixon speaking in chapel and um, love to see how that's continued on with. Uh, Dr. White, and uh, I can see how much the students are going to love hearing him speak this year. I was intrigued by a news story that I read about the Bethesda Nine enrolling at Cedarville. And one reason Seth selected Cedarville was how the Cedarville experience impacted his sister, Hannah. What did you see in Hannah, Seth, that convinced you without any doubt that Cedarville was your place for college? You know, with her being at college and me being at home, I, I didn't get to see her as often, right? And it's just like when you maybe don't see your grandma as much, they always think that you grow every time you see them. But when you live oh, with yeah. your parents, right. they don't think you grow as much. Right. So I think that kind of 
um, being away and not seeing her for so much. And then, you know, being able to see with her again at, at Christmas time and just see how maybe even her personality changed or, 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 or anything like that. But I really think that I just saw, you know, even in church, just a, a kind of like a desire yeah. and, and, and a, a yearn for that and a yearn to, you know, wake up and, you know, sit, get some coffee and do devotions in the morning. Just, just things that I don't even think she realized that me and my even little sister picked up on, but that were just awesome to see her grow yeah. in. What was her major? She is a theater performance major. Okay. So she spent what, last summer in New York City? She did. Yes. Okay. Because I remember, I remember the, the public relations team wrote a story about her. Yes. And uh, it's very inspiring of what, what she's doing and what she wants to do. Really use her theater skills to minister, right? And she's been on this podcast. She has. That's right. Yeah. I believe you interviewed her about her meningitis from that she had in 2015. Yeah. It, it, or that's, 17. That's exactly yeah. right. And then that was a fabulous story. So, wow, I have almost all the Bradley family on the podcast. <laughs> in that same story, I learned that Eva Campbell, one of your classmates, I call the Bethesda Nine, decided to come to Cedarville after she heard Heart Song sing Greatest Thy Faithfulness. Do you guys know that story? And can you share a little bit about that? That's really fascinating. Um, she told me one time in our class we had together um, that that was like her favorite song because I had written a little quote about like from that song. And she just told me that like when she heard it, she just instantly felt at peace and just like loved it and knew that that's exactly where she was meant to be. But until she heard that song, she was still undecided, right? We would be at lunch and she would flip flop every day. She'd be like, I'm going here. Okay, I'm going to go to Cedarville. Well, maybe. I don't know. And then after that song, it was never another conversation. She's like, I'm going. Was she the last one to commit of the group? No, I was. I was. was. Yeah. (laughs) What took you so long? Um, I actually was committed to a different college. Um, It was a Catholic university. Okay. And then I went and visited here uh, late February, I believe. And... Then I instantly changed my mind. What what happened when you came to campus that made you change your mind right then? Um, definitely the community of people. And I also went to a chapel and instantly just, I loved it. I had never felt so like such a desire, I guess, to worship and be somewhere. And I didn't feel um, just scared at all. Like I just felt at home. And so is it fair to say you, you saw in Cedarville more than just an educational institution? You saw the whole package. You saw the ministry, the transformation, opportunity, spiritually, academically. Is that fair to say? Yes, I would totally agree. I saw it for more than just a nursing uh, major. I just had saw the desire for everybody yeah. to be together and worshiping. But you should know as nursing majors, when I go down to different communities, Dayton, Columbus, mostly Dayton. And I say I work at Cedarville. They rave about our nurses that we produce, that the Lord uses us to train. So you didn't just pick a good nursing program. You picked a great one. And I, I look forward to seeing how you guys use that education to, to minister. So you have nine people from Bethesda all coming to Cedarville. That's great. Was, was there one person who was really excited about coming and help influence others? Or was it primarily a personal decision that you each made independently? So 
Does that make sense? Me and Seth had been talking about it for a while, and our friend Jenny, who is going here now, she had talked about how she was maybe going to go to a public university, but she um, she really loved the Bethesda community of like a private school. So I started telling her about it and trying to convince her, and she's like, oh, I'd never thought about it before. I'm like, you definitely should either visit or like talk to any Bethesda graduates that have gone there because they all love it. And it's like basically Bethesda on a much larger scale. And Oh, yeah. And she looked into it and she decided to go there. And I think we all we all sat together at lunch, which also helped because we talk about our college decisions. And I think Seth and I were able we were the first ones to talk about it. And I think we along the way started convincing the other seven to go with us. Or we just eventually wore them down to that's where true. they just. <laughs> well, that's, that's fun. So so you, you two, uh, Paige and Seth, you're, you're the ringleaders. You're, oh, yeah. You're For the sure. leaders. So do you have more Bethesda students coming our way next year? I'm sure we do. I mean, there's siblings, there's younger siblings of current Cedarville students who I know um, are thinking about going. But yeah, I'm sure we'll have a good turnout from the next class as well. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll we'll be working on them too. Today. You guys came because you like nursing. Is the common thread or was the common thread quality education and the influence of the Bible? What was, what was the common thread why your group came here? I think it was the the awesome mixture of them both together. Like you said, that the hospitals around in, yeah. in Dayton in the area just love the Cedarville nurses. And and the dean of our in our program orientation actually talked about that. And she said, Well, you know what it is. We have the Lord, right? Yeah. And so I think that you find the two and they're not separated. There's not a part where really one is without the other, because even in our biblical and spiritual, we can grow academically and, and grow in knowledge that way yeah. as well. That's very good. I want to shift the conversation back to the parents. What advice would you give future parents about what they can expect if their child considers enrolling at Cedarville. Now, Scott, you've gone first a lot, so I'm going to ask Sarah to weigh in on this first. Well, first of all, I would say that it really needs to be your, the student's decision. Like Scott said, how he and Joanne had prayed that their kids would choose Cedarville. I feel like Ben and I have been in the same boat, and I'm thankful that Paige made that decision. Soak up this time where you're all together, learning together, growing spiritually. So you're ready to be out in, in the world and your jobs and ready to be uh, a beacon for the Lord. I remember when I was in college uh, a few decades ago, someone said that the four years in college, or as we like to say at Cedarville, your 1,000 days are the best 1,000 days of your life. And I think it's true because of the community that you can build, the development that takes place, the transformation, like we've said before. So I encourage you, as, as Sarah said, to, to heed her counsel and really soak in what you're going to experience or experience here at Cedarville. Scott, how about you in terms of giving parental guidance to other parents? Yeah, so I, I would ask them the same question that you asked us earlier, and that is, what do you want your child to look like in four years? And, you know, and then ask them, is, is there any other school that's going to get them to be that way? You know, it is entirely possible to go to a state school or go to someone else and survive, right? And, and I feel like that's a lot of times what you do. If I'm going to the state school, I'm surviving. I'm just trying to get out with my faith intact and unscathed. Right. I don't know that it's an environment where you can thrive. Correct. And so I would rather my student thrive than just survive. 
I don't want them having to sit in every class and have to parse so significantly of what's error and what's truth that they're just trying to survive. I want them to go to some place where they can survive, where they can thrive. And that is where they have at their disposal the chapels, the Bible conferences, the Bible minors, and all of these things that will equip them to be the kind of servants God wants them to be. I mean, I I even look back at my own life and I think, look, I, I feel like, you know, what I've been able to accomplish because of even just having the Bible minor and being launched ready to be able to be an adult Sunday school teacher or whatever in a local church. And, and if that's what you want your child to be, then you then you consider the investment that you're making because it is an investment. You know, hopefully they will choose Cedarville. Yeah, there's no greater investment than investing in your children, especially in a Christ-centered education. Now, uh, my history is, uh, I'm, I'm the oldest one here on this podcast, and this is my sixth university where I've worked. I've worked at secular institutions, and I've worked at Christian uh, schools. Not all Christian schools are created equally. And what, what I've found is Cedarville is the real deal. It brings you the full package. What I really like about it is it's teaching from the biblical worldview. It's teaching academic programs, some academic programs, that you can only get at the state universities, the larger universities. So we have that big breadth of academic disciplines all coming from a biblical perspective. You can't beat that. And uh, I, I echo what Scott and Sarah have said about uh, counseling parents. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a great place. I have two final questions to Seth, Paige, and Ellen. You've been on campus again a few days. How many friends have you made? I've definitely made quite a few. I mean, even just people... I've met, so for nursing, we had to take our T's assessment uh, just the other day to like prepare for class. And even just walking out of that, I made probably three more friends just because we all feel comfortable enough to talk to each other. I'm very good friends with several people in my unit at Printy. I probably can't even count the number of friends I've made so far. And it's just an amazing experience to be able to make friends this easily. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say... A lot more than 15, just wow. because everyone here, like, I'll go to the nursing assessment, and I knew two girls, and then we start a conversation. I go get coffee, and there's another three girls, and they, you know, they just start a random conversation. I'm friends with the girls in my hall. I've made friends pretty much everywhere. And That's nice. Everyone's just great. That's fabulous. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could I'd put a number on it. Um one of the college advice that someone gave me is that in the area of making friends, everyone's in the same boat, right? You all want to make friends. And so my my roommates and the people in my unit are actually like, because I'll walk down the street and I'll wave to someone. I'll say, say hi. And how do you know that person? It's like just introducing myself, you know? That's great. So how many, how many Bethesda classmates of yours are rooming together? So I guess Ellie can speak to that more because she's rooming with one. I am. I'm rooming with um, Emma, so we okay. uh, have been friends for like three years, and I think oh, Ella and Jenny are also rooming together. Ella so. and Jenny are staying together in Printy. What about you, Paige? So I actually chose the room sync route. Um, I've met my roommate on there, and she's from California. She's from Bakersfield. So nice. I don't know anybody in my unit, but actually I've come to know them a lot in the past few days, so it's been great meeting new people like That's that. Great. Uh, I also went with uh, roommate Tinder to find my roommate, um, and it's been good getting to to know him. And where's he from? 
He's from uh, right by Grand Rapids, Michigan. So my last question, what are your greatest hopes about your first year at Cedarville? And let's start with Ellen. We'll end with Paige. Um, I hope to grow a lot deeper in my understanding of the word of God and just him. I hope to make a lot more just long lasting, deep friendships, deep connections, godly uh, with um, people here. And I hope to be very educated. In I'm my... sure you will be. <laughs> I'm sure you will be. Yeah, in my nursing um, future. I think for me, um, Dr. White was talking in chapel. Um, he actually spoke on this as relationship advice, but I kind of was looking at it from an academic and a spiritual perspective. He said that we need to be, you know, running full full on for Christ, right? Um, but also, you know, taking this year not to, 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 to work on being the best person that you can be before, you know, in his relationship advice, finding the best the best other person. But looking at the end of the year and saying, well, how can I be the best version of uh, you know, a nursing student or or a friend or uh, a child of God. Yeah. Um, yeah, as they said, I would definitely agree with them. I hope to have grown in my relationship with God and to be able to look back and be like, wow, my life has changed definitely for the better in this past year. Uh, I'm also hoping to thrive academically in what is known to be a very tough program. I'm hoping to be able to find a good way to balance my time and make friendships and for school and for my spiritual life as well and just be able to take that and use that in my next four years. I'm so glad you're all here at Cedarville. I'm glad you're Yellow Jackets. I'm glad the, the other six Bethesda students joined you, and uh, I wish you a great year. Really, again, just soak up what you're going to get to learn and experience. Scott and Sarah, I want to thank you for joining me this week on the Cedarville Stories podcast. All the parents of the Bethesda Nine have done a great job of uh, developing and leading their their students. So I, I congratulate you on that. So uh, for, for now, th that uh, wraps up the program. If, if you, a listener, are interested in maybe learning more about Cedarville's nursing program, whether that's undergraduate or graduate, I encourage you to go to cedarville.edu for any graduate or undergraduate nursing degree program. Guys, thanks for joining me this week on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you. us. I want to thank you for listening to the Cedarville Stories podcast brought to you by Cedarville University. You are encouraged to share, like, and review this podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And be sure to come back next week when we'll hear another Cedarville story for God's glory.